0: If you are a road warrior for your day job, then this is the show for you. So let's get that travel coffee mug and roll right into it.
1: You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization.
0: Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success, and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Happy holidays, and thank you for downloading this week's episode. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and today my guest is another fellow Rise and Bloom amazing person Tamara Medford and her brand spanking new podcast is the road to health by the time my show airs her show will have been live for two days so let's do Tamar a favor and go download her show and subscribe to it today let's see if we can't get her into new and noteworthy all right I would be so appreciative if you would give that a try before we hop into my interview with Tamar I just want to remind you that I am doing strategy sessions for 2020 to help boost your productivity skills and desires and goals and to book one of those you need to go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash goals i only have a couple of these left they are going like hotcakes so chrismcpeak.com forward slash goals we will spend some time focusing on how you are currently using your time we'll look into your black holes of productivity and we will come up with a strategy for 2020 that will ensure you have more time to play more time to do the things that you want to do and to get more shit done on a daily basis rock and roll okay up next is my interview with tamar Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I do not know when you are listening to this, but I'm glad you are listening to this. We are the Elevate Your 8 podcast. I'm your host, Chris McPeak. And today we are talking to podcast host for the Road to Health, Tamar Medford in Canada even. How are you, Tamar? What's going on? I am doing fantastic, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you for joining me. I understand we have similar journeys in that we are relatively new podcasters. So uh, let's talk first of all about the name of your show, what you are looking to, what message are you looking to put out there and how did you get started?
1: Okay. Um, My show is called The Road to Health uh, Podcast. And essentially what it is, is learning how to develop healthy habits while traveling on the road for business. Because for me personally, I've been through um, a number of weight loss journeys. I was a yo-yo dieter. I've managed to get it off. Yeah, keep it off. um, And then gain it all back again. And so when I, uh, probably halfway through this year, I accepted a position, which took me traveling outside sales. And I was really nervous, not For that I'd be able to do the job, but that I would actually be able to stay healthy because I'm so drawn into temptations. Like, you know, I see this amazing burger go by with these French fries and I'm just going to do that the whole time I'm gone. And that's typically what's happened is if I go on holidays or I travel for business, it's all in, you know, it's like I can eat what I want when I want. I don't have to get sleep. And that is something that I did not want to have happen uh, with this new career, because of course I want to show up 100% to my clients, and you know I don't. I want to make sure that I'm doing the best I can every day. So, by having this podcast, it keeps me accountable to everybody because I'm putting it out there, right? And I'm going to stumble a lot. I mean, there's going to be nights where I cave in or I don't get enough sleep. But if I, I I feel that if I'm transparent about it and I have a platform to voice that on, maybe I can inspire people to call in and say, hey, this is what I do or, you know, kind of get this community going of people who struggle with this like I do. I love
0: that. And you know what? I'm in the same boat. I am i don't travel nearly as much as you do. I'm willing to bet. but uh, But I travel enough that it affects me. Mm-hmm. And I think about that in terms of like Yeah, I'm in the airport and work is paying for it. So obviously I can eat anything I want and it's like, oh, but you know, I'm trying to be mindful of how much things cost. I'm just going to buy a big ass bag of Cheez-Its and eat that (laughs) because it's the cheapest thing in this airport at $5. Um, Now, for those of us who maybe aren't as familiar about outside sales, exactly what does that entail? And I want to know approximately how often you are out of home, so to speak.
1: Okay, so it's a number of different things. So I, in the area, I I do the West Coast, which is nice because um, air travel time zone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there's no jet lag, which is a huge benefit. Um, But I do things like you know I'll travel by air to California, Oregon, and then Alaska and throughout Canada, uh, Western Canada. Um, But then I also have like local trips because a lot of the customers I go see are in say the Seattle area, which is only a two hour drive for me. So I have days where I, you know, leave from home and I go across the border and I go see anywhere from four to six clients or there could be, yeah, there could be, so that's easy, that stuff. I mean, I'm doing intermittent fasting. So for me, I don't have to do breakfast or lunch and I can just, I can actually bang out more appointments And then I have more time after to, you know, create my reports and enter in the information that my, you know, management needs. Um, But then there's also the going for a week and, you know, potentially having one home base and visiting customers in the general area, like San Diego, for example. Okay. I may have to go from hotel to hotel to hotel to hotel. Yeah, Yeah, which is that's awful. (laughs) Yes. That one isn't so fun. Or there's trade shows, which I'm in the middle of now. I'm I just got back from one and I'm exhausted and trying to recover. And then, you know, on Monday I head to New Orleans for another six days. So that's a completely different beast.
0: Yeah. This coming Monday, you're going to yes. New Orleans. Okay. Yes. So you you referenced intermittent fasting and, and I do a bit of that myself. Now I, I'm curious, do you find that intermittent fasting
1: assists in your productivity? Absolutely. Okay. It, Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> um, so I actually started fasting when we were at the event down in Huntington Beach, Adam's event for the Million Pound Mission. I was talking to Rob Dion about it and I had maybe given it a couple days and he had asked me, you know, have you tried it before? And I said, yes, I've tried it, but I struggle because I work out in the morning at 4am. And he goes, how long did you do it for? I said, two days. And he's like, "Tomorrow, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave it a chance. And what I'm finding is that because I don't have to have breakfast and every once in a while I'll do a 24 hour fast in there, I oh, wow. don't have to stop or think about what I'm having for those two meals of the day, or at least one of them. Breakfast is kind of out of the question. So I have a little bit more space in my morning routine to get stuff done that's super important to me. And then I head out and then I only have to worry about lunch and dinner, for example. okay, so I'm getting an extra half an hour to an hour in my day. Because you're not stopping to have a meal. Exactly. Or having to meal,
0: food prep for that meal. Right. Yeah. So you just skip breakfast. Are you doing the 16 hour fast, eight hour window? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm doing too. And I work out early as well. Um, I get up at four and we're in the water by six at the pool. So I don't do breakfast anymore. And then I get to work and I usually have my first meal around 10, 30, 11. It isn't always lunch. Sometimes it's just a snack. And then I right. typically eat lunch around 12, 1 o'clock and try to stop eating by six or 630.
1: Yeah. I do the same thing. And I find it actually gives me more energy as well, which I, I never thought was possible, especially with the working out because yeah. I used to be so hungry when I got back from the yes. gym, Yes. but it's because my body was so used to just eating something. And now that it's used to not, I have more energy. I have more mental clarity. So I don't feel as sluggish in the morning.
0: Yeah. And Jeannie Peters has told me this, like you actually train your body to burn fat instead of burning glycogen, sugar, that kind of thing. And yeah. that's that's what I, I definitely need to be doing that more than, yeah, than anything. I do right as now. well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So intermittent fasting, a great productivity strategy, in addition to being a great healthy eating thing. All right, people, I get it. The year is almost over, and you're looking at your goals for 2019, wondering, how did I not get anything done this year? Stuff like this, right? That quick secret weekend getaway with your significant other. Cleaning the garage. Purging your closet or junk drawer. Yeah, you know you have more than one. The personal training Groupon that you bought in um, March. Or what about this? You never have time to read before bed because you're always behind on your household shit. You can't remember the last time you saw your best friend at happy hour. You are consistently late to your kids' soccer games because you forgot to pick up your dry cleaning or prescriptions at the pharmacy. What if I told you that you could make all this go away when you elevate your 8, huh? How would it feel to get more done each day? Have more time to play? socialize more with friends, feel more organized, get enough sleep, leave work on time. I have limited availability now for Elevate Your 8 2020 Strategy Sessions. These sessions consist of a time inventory assessment, identifying your time suckers and productivity black holes, developing your morning or evening routine, and time management goal setting. I have a very limited number of these slots for these sessions. So go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash goals and book your 15-minute discovery call today. Right now. Go. Let's talk just a quick second about Adam because um, we I both kind of came to know each other first through Mr. Shibley. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a fitness trainer guy, but also a really incredible podcaster. What, yeah. what are the kinds of stuff are you learning from Adam that you're able to incorporate into um, the podcasting realm? Cause I, yeah, I'm like you. I think that, you know. He kind of walks on water a little bit, but we don't want to air that. Too much. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll cut this from the show, and we won't tell
1: him that we said <laughs> yeah. so. Much. And he's you know? got an amazing podcasting voice. I mean, let's be yeah. honest—probably the best in the business. Yeah, yeah.
0: Adam's <laughs> Adam's great. So, um, yeah. So you are actually a client of his, right? Yes, that's great. Okay. And what? Uh, how has he impacted your journey?
1: He's done it in several ways. Um, First off is I'm part of the transformation reboot group that when you go to his site, um, it's a community of people that we support each other. Um, Of course, we get that one-on-one coaching with him on coming up with a game plan for one month increments, which is really convenient, especially for me, I'm traveling all the time, right? I need to be really productive and have everything written out. Mm-hmm. Um having that created and then reviewing it once a week, so Sunday, I basically go over my weekly plan. so if I 'm traveling, where am I going? what am I going to schedule, where so I can get the most out of my day? Um, and then on the podcasting side, of course, he's you know kind of teaching me where to start and how to communicate and how to interview. You know he was actually my first interview that I got to do, so right um, he's just he's really big on planning you know, and looking at the things that get us into trouble. And I don't think we focus enough on that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's a really great point because that not only applies to our, our health and fitness journey, but it, it applies to our workday mm-hmm. and the way that we approach um, our leisure and our downtime and our routines and all of that stuff too. So yeah, it's, I mean, absolutely part of my philosophy with Elevate Your Eight, that, that planning is already kind of built into that. If you're honoring your work-life balance and you're working only eight hours a day, which I imagine is hard for you when you're on the road, but we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, honoring your wellness by sleeping eight hours a night, then the rest of it is just those eight. And so if you're intentional and you're planning out those eight, then everything else is gravy and mm-hmm. um, and should be a walk in the park. Okay. So let's talk about what it's like for you to to do a trip. And let's talk, talk specifically about a trip where you've got to Get, go to the airport, get on a plane, check into a hotel and, and on down from there. So how are you managing your productivity and what are your best go-to secrets when you're on the road?
1: So number one is sleep. Um, I really plan my, I, I, I have a morning routine that I have. Awesome. And so I plan my going to bedtime of when I'm going to start that morning routine, and cool. I will generally doesn't matter where I am if I'm traveling or at home. I'll get up about an hour and a half before I have to start getting ready to head out. So if I'm going to see a client, and I'm going to leave the door say at eight o'clock, I would get up at you know six thirty, and I wake up and do a morning meditation. So it kind of gets my mind into the right you know or yeah. my into the right state of mind. And then I, I like reading affirmations. I've created some of my own, so it kind of keeps me focused. Awesome. And then, um, Adam actually taught us about, it's called a lifestyle rehabilitation statement. Okay. And you learn that in his group where you're essentially, um, reading something out loud that you've already achieved a year down the road.
0: Oh, like his, the five-year plan that he talked about on um, the Food Heals podcast way, way Ex- back in the day, right?
1: Exactly. So I read that and um, what else do I do? I usually go to the gym. I try if there is a gym at the hotel, then I'll go to that. Yeah. Um, if there's not, sometimes I've actually joined a, a fitness club here that has an affiliate in the US. So before oh, I go anywhere, I'll actually look up to see if that gym is there. And then That's I- great. I'll spend about an hour and a half in the gym, but I like to make sure that I have time to do the important things first, mm-hmm. because after that, I have no idea what's going to happen. You know, right. my, my appointments could go long, they could be short, but I can't, one thing I can plan that's consistent is what I do af- when I wake up, mm-hmm. right?
0: So I love that. So you kind of like, you look at the next day and you... You map out what that day has to look like, and you essentially work backwards, like event mm-hmm. planning. Um, exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I do with at my day job with the scholarship program. It's like, okay, well, when does this party have to be? The party has to be on this date, so I'm working backwards. I need four weeks for planning. I need two weeks for reviews and all that kind of stuff, and that determines when I actually ac- open the application. So, in, in that exactly. essence, you guys are where you and I are doing the same thing. Now, I yeah. don't do that. For the day to day thing, I think I've just I've set my wake up time at four, mm-hmm. um, knowing that I want to be that we that we want to be in the water at six. So my morning routine consists of the things that I want to get done before I start getting dressed and packing my swim bag, and it's similar to what you're talking about: meditation, I journal, um, I try to read something for 10 or 15 minutes and I always make coffee for my hubby that's something that is part of my morning routine because I feel like getting out of bed and getting him that first cup of coffee is how I initially connect with him like from the get-go. That's a marriage saver. (laughs) Sometimes it very much is. I don't know. We could get him in here and ask him his opinion on that. Um, Okay. So then now you don't always have a set routine either. Sometimes you're going to clients, sometimes you're at a trade show. So does, do you alter like what that day looks like or does, Uh, is it kind of like you don't fly by the seat of your pants? You're, you're structured.
1: I'm very structured. And the only thing that will shift is the time I go to sleep. And, okay. Um, because, I mean, if I'm at home for the week, for example, I tip- typically will start reading at about seven so that by eight o'clock I'm ready to go to sleep. Um, so I'm up at four, but I have to kind of fluctuate a little bit based on my schedule. But that morning routine is always something that's consistent. And I just plan completely around when I'm going to bed. That's the only thing that moves.
0: Okay. Cool. Now, do you shoot for eight hours? Yeah, I do. Let's talk about how you set up getting ready for bed, because I am I'm, I'm guilty of talking about this a lot and then falling short of implementing some of the things that are important <laughs> to do. So I I'm still a little bit tied to my phone the clock. Um, what's your sleep sanctuary like? Like, you no know, TV is off. You get rid of the devices. Do you play calming music? Like, how do you prepare to to get to bed.
1: So that's really interesting because since I've started podcasting, I have spent a lot of time. So I, I took the room that I'm in now and I actually changed it into my little podcasting room. Mm-hmm. And so because I'm working on things like setting up my website and learning how to use you know MailChimp and stuff like that, right? I spend a lot of time before I start to wind down in here, getting what I need to get done when I'm at home. And so when I go into the room, I mean, my spouse and I might watch maybe half a show or a show, but I I will tell him, okay, at seven o'clock, I'm going to read. So whatever we're doing, we'll have to wait until tomorrow. And of course we try and schedule that time in. But he knows at that point, okay, no more electronics. I'm going to, you know, flip to my book and I'm going to read for an hour. And then I do a meditation and I actually usually fall asleep to that meditation, which is about yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah.
0: yeah. I do that too. I use insight timer. Um, I put it on my iPad and I turn the Bluetooth on. So I have those little earphones, like a, it's like a headband that has earbuds oh, in it. Oh, nice.
1: And, I, and that's
0: comfortable like to have on my head. So I can just put that on and I can press play and put that device away um, and lay down, turn the lights out and good to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I find it's important not to look at, we used to watch, you know, a show until we'd go to bed mm-hmm. and I have something called the aura ring. And oh, very it's cool. Ph- phenomenal. I suggest you look into it, but um, one of the girls from the transformation reboot uh, group said, Hey, if you're having troubles with sleep, there's a little app. And so it will tell me how much sleep I have. And then when I wake up, it also shows me if I'm ready to go and, or if I need to rest. And a lot of what I do the next day, whether or not I go to the gym, if I'm on the road or not, will be based off what that shows me. Wow. And you're wearing
0: that device right now?
1: Yeah. That's
0: so cool. The aura
1: ring, A-U-R-A. O-U-R-A. O-U-R-A. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're fantastic. That's awesome. All mm-hmm. right. I'm going to have to look into
0: that. Staying productive between t- trips. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. So you have you're, you're away, you're on the road, you come home. Now you sort of have to readjust back to life at home. So how much is different? What's the same? And how do you kind of reprogram yourself, I guess, between being at home and being on the
1: road? So the number one thing that I focus on when I come home is rest. Uh, and sleep because, you know, I'll give you an example. This is a perfect week, actually. I'm in between trade shows. So I was gone all of last week. Um, I did not sleep well because, of course, there's a lot of socializing at those events and stuff that you can't always avoid. Right. Um, So when I came home, basically I focus on, okay, I have to make sure I get enough sleep. It doesn't matter if it's the weekend or a weeknight. Um, So I really try to recharge. And part of that is by learning to say no to a lot of you know extracurricular things because I used to be that person that I would try and fit everything in mm-hmm. when I was home and I would either bail on people or I just, I was exhausted and I'd hit burnout. Right. So yeah. now it's like, okay, you know what? I'd love to hang out, but I'm only home for a week. So let's plan something when I have a longer stint at home. That's great. Um, yeah. I find that really helps me because it, sleep, catching up on sleep is probably the biggest thing before I head out again. Yeah. I feel yeah. Uh, That's really yeah.
0: cool. And and you've managed to work out socially with the your friends and acquaintances. Like they get it. Well, I'm, you know, Tamara's between trips. So we'll hang out with her, you know, next week or the week after that.
1: Exactly. And because I need to focus on the things that are important to me. Right. And not yeah. that they're not, but there's certain things that I need to get done for my mental health, you know, and I keep that morning routine that I do and the journaling as well. I keep all that consistent when I'm at home and going to the gym is something I focus on really heavily when I'm home because I have the equipment and, you know, I, I'm more familiar with everything here. And so I kind of try to really go hard on that because I know that I may not be able to work out as much the following week.
0: Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So the show is the Road to Health, and it is launching. It comes on Mondays, right? Yes. Episodes on Mondays. So, yeah. at the time that this show is airing, you will be officially fully launched, right? Yes. That is awesome. Correct. Yeah. So where then can people find you? What platforms? What's your website? All that good, that good stuff.
1: Good fun stuff. Uh, so my website is theroadtohealth.me. Um, dot com was taken, unfortunately. So I yeah. couldn't do anything about that. <laughs> um, and then I'm on Instagram as well, uh, which is the road to health PC for podcast. Nice. Uh, so you can find me there. I have a Facebook, Facebook group, uh, which you can look up. Um, it is the road to health podcast as well. Um, And then of course on my website, all my contact information and all that fun stuff is there too.
0: Very cool. Well, we have been talking to Tamar Medford from the Road to Health podcast. Thank you so much for chatting today and have an amazing week, my friend. You too, Chris.